Sony and Microsoft finally team up and Steam Link finally hits the iOS store. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity Podcast, episode number 71. I'm Jeff James. As always with me is the incredible, the luscious, unobtainable, luscious Brody Fultz. How are you, my friend? I'm all right. How about yourself? You're just all right. I'm just all right. I'm wow. working nights for the next four nights, and I'm a little tired. Not quite used to nights right now. Huh. So, Well, that would make anybody all right. Uh, you know what would make you... Very happy. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube channel name is Diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And if you're listening to the audio podcast for the first time, hit that little subscribe button wherever you're listening to, whether it's iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, so you can get the latest episode thrown right in front of your freaking face every time it comes out. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone oh my goodness for your android oh my goodness your kindle (laughs) or your mp3 player so head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity that's d-i-g-g-i-t-y to get a ton of audiobooks for free or access to a ton of audiobooks for free on us you don't get 180,000 for free that would be a hell of a deal (laughs) <laughs> but not as good as our diggity deals. Hit it. Damn, I'm on uh, my Segway game today. Look at that. Uh, so for Nintendo Switch, you can get Bad North for $11.24 <laughs> on the U.S. eShop. Uh, for Xbox, you can get Borderlands Game of the Year Edition for nineteen ninety nine through Newegg. And for the PlayStation 4, you can get Trials Rising Standard Edition for fourteen ninety nine on the U.S. PlayStation Store. Awesome. That yeah. uh, bad North price, very weird. It is a weird price. I don't know what happened there, but yeah. yeah. Um, before we get into the news, guys, uh, this is a Friday show, and every Friday show uh, we do a little uh, segment called Indie Radar. We choose a game each week uh, to represent a cool indie game upcoming or it could possibly already be out. Um, this week's Indie Radar game, oh my gosh, dude, I am. <laughs> it's going to be a long Tripping podcast. all over your words. It's going to be a long podcast, folks. Oh, okay. uh, Phoenix Point is our Indie Radar game this week. It's a new strategy game from the creator of XCOM featuring deep tactical combat and a compelling sci-fi story with roguelite elements. Um, the developer is Snapshot Games. For those who don't know, Snapshot Games is an independent video game development studio headquartered in Sofia, Bulgaria. Snapshot Games is founded in 2013 by Julian Gollop and David Kay. Gollop is recognized for creating the XCOM video game franchise in the 1990s with UFO Enemy Unknown and XCOM Apocalypse. Gollop also is the CEO of Snapshot Games. In addition to Gollop, the company includes developers who are industry veterans with years of previous experience working for studios like Ubisoft Sofia, Crytek Black Sea, and other Bulgarian studios. Uh, the publisher is them, Snapshot Games. Uh, platforms it'll be on is PC, specifically the Epic Games Store. So go and review bomb it. Just kidding. Don't. That's dumb. Uh, the release date is uh, to be announced, but uh, they're looking at 2019 right now. And it's currently in early access. So you can go check that out. Um, this game looks just incredible. Um, it looks, I mean, I don't mind XCOM. Um, I'm not a fan of, I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's just the, the the 
the overall theme of XCOM that I'm just not the biggest fan of, and I think this one kind of makes it a little a little good mix of like you know massive enemy monsters, um, like there's a giant um, spider crab thing basically in the trailer on our YouTube channel that you can go check out uh, for the official trailer, and I mean the game is just it's pretty to look at, and I'm sure it's going to be kick-ass to play because the XCOM series, although I don't like the theming of it too much, they play awesome, so super excited for that game. And uh, go check that out. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, it's right up my alley. The the turn based strategy type games. I absolutely love that genre. Um, and it looks like they're going to take what uh, or the foundation that was laid by XCOM and greatly expand upon it and make it better. And like you said, I'm also not quite there for XCOM. The the whole premise, like not not the the gameplay premise of it, but the the whole theming of it is a little not really something that strikes me so uh this one looks like it will catch my attention a lot more looks really cool though yeah aliens and um i don't know i guess like real like super 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 way out there wacky sci-fi just doesn't fly with me and then on top of that um probably like really 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 deep like medieval style like yeah. themes i'm just not i don't know i can never really you know jump into them that well yeah i don't i don't blame you there at all so 11 games are leaving xbox game pass at the end of this month oh uh, what 11 of them we knew knew about six and uh now there's 11 more on top of that so Holy on shit. the 31st of may we are losing uh d4 dark realms don't die uh devil may cry uh, definitive edition that that's the DMC um, mm. uh, and then we're also losing Jump Jet Rex, Night Squad Laser League, Layers of Fear Shantae and the Pirate's Curse Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings and Super Time Force and those are all Xbox One games um, for the 360 games we're losing Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga No. and original Xbox games we're losing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic damn so, that's a decent yeah. amount of games leaving hopefully there's some new shit coming in I know that there was they've announced some but I mean they haven't announced 17 replacing that no absolutely not so Do you think this I, is... I think we'll see a, a decent uptick next month of games, but we just haven't had them announced yet. Well, here's my my. Well, I guess they're probably wait. They're gonna. Oh, you think they're gonna do this thing like they did at what was that um, event they had in Mexico City? What was that called? Where everyone just kept on chanting shit. Uh, it was, <laughs> uh, I can't remember what they called it. Oh, Xbox God. something experience, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. something yeah, like yeah. that. The um, do you think that at E3 it's just gonna be like? See see <laughs> do you think that uh, every like five minutes at E3 they're gonna be like and coming to Game Pass, oh, coming to Game Pass, you know, hey, coming to you Game know Pass. they are. They're hey, pushing game, game Pass so hard right now. Here's my problem I, though: they loaded it with games, dude, and now they've taken away like, 17 games. They've only given six. Uh, I think they were a, quite a ways above that 100 mark, though. We were at like yeah. 115, so now. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they're probably keeping that number above 100 because that's their big selling point is 100 plus games. So if they, if they're taking, 
Yeah, they're they're at a hundred and one right now or whatever. Oh and shit! They're they're definitely gonna keep that because that's that's marketing right there. You know, a hundred plus games on there, and it could be a hundred games on the dot, and they're not really lying. So well, well, as uh, one company takes, another company gives. There's new NES games being added to the Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, you got Donkey Kong Jr. and then uh, versus Excite Bike and Clue Clue Land. So only one I know on this is uh, Donkey Kong Jr. Well, I guess Excite Bike series, but never versus. I Excite never played Bike. versus. Yeah, yeah I don't know what classic. the fuck Clue Clue Land is. <laughs> I don't know, but we need to find out, dude. Yes, we do. Yes, Hell we yeah. do. All right, into the news. Uh, another Pokemon mobile game is on its way. Uh, Pokemon Rumble Rush is headed to both iOS and Android soon, according to the official Japanese site. And uh, plus, it's already out in Australia. Not doesn't Australia exist. Australia got it first. Doesn't exist. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia I mean, doesn't exist to some people. <laughs> it, it exists. It's uh, not a thing. The game already exists in a in a land that doesn't actually exist. So. Correct. Uh, this game appears to be very similar to previous. Pokemon Rumble games, which the first one came out on the Wii. Um, I, th- I believe it was back in 2008. Uh, basically, you collect Pokemon toys. They look like little figurines, and you go through stages and you fight other Pokemon toys. Uh, nothing too huh. in-depth here, but um, yeah, it, hey, another Pokemon mobile game. Why not? But this doesn't have you like walking around or anything, right? I don't believe so. I I think at most it might be like a small level where you walk through like a couple stages or something like that. You know, nothing crazy. But um, not, I'm not gonna. We're gonna. We're not gonna see an influx of people getting hit by cars, right? No, no, you shouldn't. Okay, yeah. no, you shouldn't. You'd be alright. <laughs> no, this shouldn't be uh, Pokemon Go esque in that way. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's. Something I, I guess it was announced probably about two years ago at this point. I don't two, even three remember years, this. 2017, and it wasn't. It was under a different name. It was Pokemon something huh. something. I don't even and remember this on Wii, dude, at all. Yeah, it's um, it it didn't really was gain it a, a whole lot game? of traction. Um, I don't I don't think so. I think it was like, like a, a full fledged game. I'm I'm not sure if it was full fledged, but it might have been like a, a a smaller Wii game. I don't know if it was huh. quite Wii Wear though. Um, but yeah, there you go. It's a coming. <laughs> getting a Pokemon Mobile game, folks. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Skull and Bones has been delayed. Wah, wah. Uh, the game has now been pushed from Ubisoft's originally planned 2019 release window. Uh, the developers have also rele- uh, rele- uh, revealed. Holy crap! More podcast, baby. That the game will not have a presence at E3. Um, you may have heard that the Skull and Bones release date has been pushed back, and we will not be at E3 2019. Producer Carl Vonderle said in a video message. He says, uh, "Rest assured that we are working as hard as ever to make sure that the game is going to be as great as possible, and quality remains our number one focus." Uh, Ubisoft remains fully devoted to this exciting journey to bring you this brand new game, and we're confident Skull and Bones is going to be amazing. Our community remains super important to us, and we're really grateful for the support and passion you've given us, and we'll be back as soon as we can with exciting new updates. So, damn. Well. I feel like this game's having a really rough journey, because I feel like it was already delayed once. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that uh, we've heard... Skull and Bones in the uh, in the news before for either not entering beta when it was supposed to or there was some sort of a delay in there. 
Um, this is, for those of you that don't know, it's like Sea of Thieves, but with traditional Ubisoft-style graphics, so slightly realistic-looking, but not, like, over-the-top. I mean, it's not going to look like a movie by any means, but uh, it looks pretty cool, but the fact that it keeps having issues is very concerning. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's room for this game? I don't think there's that much of a want for this game, in all honesty. I, I think Sea of Thieves, with all the updates and things that they've done, they've given the experience that a lot of people were looking for in that style of game. And now that Sea of Thieves is succeeding, rather than where it was when it first launched and people were hating on it, um, I don't know. I, I really don't feel... I I personally, at least, don't have any desire to be a pirate. I, I It's not something that... I mean, Black Flag, uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag back in the day was great and awesome, but right, I yeah. got bored of it kind of quick because all I ended up doing was... I, I'm very much a completionist, if you've ever played a game with me, and it's very much like I see something and I have to finish that area before I move on to the next area. So I, I got on a ship... And I would just go from island to island to island to island to island and never do anything in the main quest and never do any of the side quests or anything like that. So these kind of games don't really appeal to me because it's one of those things where I just get sidetracked so bad that it it's detrimental to the entire experience for me. Right. I always thought that Ubisoft kind of messed up when they came up with Black Flag and a lot of people loved like the, the ship battles and stuff like that. And then they didn't jump on doing this game. I mean, yeah. maybe they did, and this has taken a hell of a long time. But, I mean, they could have had the market or been to the market quicker than Sea of Thieves. I know well, a lot of figure, people love that shit. You figure Black Flag came out right as the Xbox One was releasing, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. if you give, what, five, six years for development for Skull and Bones, I mean, it it's probably right about there. Um and they probably did start it shortly after Black Flag came out and was received so well. Um but, yeah, I, I feel like the, it, it's difficult in gaming because you have to start a game, you know, four or five years before you actually want it to come out. So you have to really evaluate, like, is this game going to still hit well in five years? Are people still looking for this type of game in five years? Or And, and some games aren't that long, but a lot of your AAA titles are five years of development. And I feel like this is one of those that they're dumping a bunch of resources into and i i'm not sure it's going to hit nearly as well as what they're expecting yeah we'll we'll have to see uh so the steam link app is finally out for ios and tv os woo woo uh this news comes almost a year after the app was originally rejected from the app store uh for those of you who don't know steam link is a free app that allows you to stream your steam games to phones tablets and tvs Uh, This app has already been available for Android and Google Play um, or anything that uses a Google Play store for a while now, but uh, now Apple can have some fun and play some Steam games on their their devices. So that's uh, that's really cool. This is wild, man. I never thought I would see this happen. Yeah, um, it's... Apple just I mean, I really s- doesn't play well with other people. <laughs> they just well, generally don't. I can see why, though, you don't want that on oh, there. Yeah. It's cannibalism of your... Right, you're gonna eat up all of the the games that are on your uh, yeah yeah. I mean, uh, one app or one app can essentially fuck over, you know, a bunch of other games. Yeah, 
Right, not having to purchase them, but that's cool. Check it out. Uh, there's an update coming to the Xbox in May. Well, sorry, it is May, but there's an update that's got pushed. Uh, some of the changes, uh, there's not There's really changes, not a whole lot here, honestly. I mean, we weren't expecting that as they're probably going to start showing off the new Xbox uh, just in a couple of weeks. But uh, messaging and friends list has changed, so your friends list now shows what device your friends are playing on. So that's obviously a clue to the future as we have xCloud and other shit coming out and people playing from their phones and whatnot. Uh, messages from players who are not friends now will enter a secondary tab where you have to accept the message. I I'm like okay that. with that. I'm, I'm, I'm really okay with, okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with just not getting any fucking message. Um, yeah. All previous group messages will be lost in the transition to the new messaging system. Uh, if, however, you can manually back up the messages, but if no action is taken, they will be lost. And, if, you, oh, go ahead. if you're okay with not receiving messages, boy, do I have the service for you. Have you heard of Nintendo Switch Online? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the last change to this update is better sorting for games and apps. And when it means better sorting for games and apps, it's very minute. But articles such as A or AN uh, and THE will no longer be used to sort your games. How has this just now entered into this OS? It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Now we just need to get rid of the things like, you know, in Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Like, Tom Clancy's doesn't need to be part of the title of this game. Most people are calling it The Division 2. Yeah. It's just... And I get why it's there, but it's also an extra step. I mean, it's, I don't know, whatever. But, hey, now you uh, you don't have to go to A for a game that starts with, uh, I can't even think of one right now. I drew a blank, but, hey, we got rid of articles. Here's an interesting uh, idea. Um, how about just make a pop-up window in-game instead of a sidebar and everything and just make a pop-up window that gives me more elaborate audio choices. To change You're saying my mic that the, the three options that they give you aren't enough for you? <laughs> no, because we, there, it's we struggled with that. Allow we... me to enter in a number if I want to yeah. for the percentile amount that I want to hear. I don't not fucking four increments. Yeah, on we a slider. We really struggled with that when we went to do our let's play. We were trying to figure out game audio and oh my God. everything and transferring everything into our recording and <sighs> it was it was something that we struggled with because it's like well that one's too soft and now i can't hear it well and that this one's, one's too, too loud, loud. it's <laughs> Fuck. there was there was no just right option this was not uh goldilocks and the three bears this was very much a no. this is fucking annoying <laughs> i'd also love it if we just had like something i like about sony's ui is that it's just i mean you can get access to like 20 games like that on your homepage. Yeah. And ours yep. is like, well, let's just click this big old one here that's taking all the real estate up. Okay, cool. Peggle. Great. And then, nope, now I need to go more games and apps. And then I got to scroll the... F oh, no, these aren't mine. These, these are all Game Pass games. Fuck. Okay, well, let me hit the left tab or left bumper. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, okay. Let me fucking scroll all the way up and then move my analog stick over. Okay. Oh, it it fucking froze. So, <laughs> I, I have experience. a real bone to pick with Xbox's UI. It, oh, oh yeah. You come. Their their storefront especially really oh drives God. me absolutely crazy. So like, clunky. I was looking at the uh, deals with gold, and I clicked on a game. And instead, it took me to the main store page. So I yes. backed out. And then... Fuck that. 
and then I went to the storefront and I just went to search for the game. I was like, fine, I'll, I'll just go for this, you know, whatever. So then I searched for the game and it takes me to a completely different game that I never even typed. It, yes. it does the weirdest shit that I don't even understand how it's, it's, either, it's, it's doing. It's either somebody fucking up and not putting in the right redirect link or yeah. it's just a fucking bug. But I have this I feel I like think an it's advertisement. a bug because sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, it just kind of depends know. if the wind's blowing right or your your wind's... tongue's on the right side of your mouth. Like I, I was, I don't uh, know what determines it, but I was uh, I, I saw like um you know games with gold for that month and I click on it and it it asked me would you like to buy gold? Fuck no, I've got it. I, I have gold. That is bitch, why I've got I'm gold. <laughs> I just want your free games. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, Just take the free games. They did another thing where uh, you used to be able to go into the the um the the free games with gold or whatever, and you could click on it and then purchase it for all intents and purposes. Oh or God, purposes, yeah. it's not actually purchasing. Well, now you have to. I don't know if I actually purchased it because it never changed anything on the UI. So it doesn't show that I own it and it doesn't show that it's installed because I didn't want to install it. I usually just get those games and kind of set them aside. I don't ever actually download them. Um, so it, it, I don't know if I have the games for this month or not. One of them I let install just so I knew it was there and I had it because I actually Fuck. kind of cared about that one. But I was like, I, I, this doesn't make any sense. It was working fine. Why did you change it? Not yeah. that PlayStation's UI is perfect either, but it, it it's better, I'd say. I am really hoping that the UI and user experience is paid attention to in extremely great detail for the next systems. I hope for this, but here's the thing. You have hope, and then you have a pile of shit. In the other hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so these are your two outcomes. Uh, I'm really hoping that they you're do gonna a get a mouthful job, of shit. That's what that you're gonna get. Do a good job <laughs> on the UI and UX. It's it's gonna be. I want be... my system to do cool shit. The problem is, man, they fucking did. The, they came up with the last system, like when they when they launched Xbox One and they went into all the. It's gonna be your one media device in your home, right? The fucking problem with that is the fucking UI sucks. Yeah. No one wants to do shit on that thing. No. No, it's so much easier to go through separate devices than it is to actually go all Craig, through your Xbox. Craig's the only fucking guy I know that uses Microsoft Edge <laughs> on his Xbox. It was always a, a running joke, too, that he was just watching porn on it. Every yeah. time you're like, well, ah, Craig's watching porn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... Because what else are you going to use... Microsoft Edge on your Xbox 4. Let's be really honest here. There is I, no good use of it. No, no. But now, I mean, maybe he uses it as his browser and he just stayed logged in through his computer and so it was just showing he was using no. it. But he uses all Apple shit, so I know that's not the truth. He was watching porn on his Xbox and we <laughs> caught him. There we go. He fucking... <laughs> and we come back to it. Hell and yeah. And here we are. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, next piece. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 Direct was on Wednesday. Um, this was really a very well, or a very, uh, yep, I'm just going to restart that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> this was put together very well. Uh, everything here was 
even if you haven't played Mario Maker, it all made sense. They went over enough stuff to cover all the the, the details from what Mario Maker is as a, as a whole and also what is new. Um, so some major changes from the last Mario Maker. Uh, there are or there is now four player online multiplayer. Uh, you can play co op. You can so play cool. versus. What's that? So cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, also there's private rooms for just playing with, you know, uh, one or two people or whatever. Um, there's new themes for your your worlds that you're creating. So you, now you can play in a snow level, a forest level, a sky level, and a desert level. Uh, new modes that change how the level functions. So they had night mode, or sorry, night mode that changes how the level functions. So it had like its own little things that would happen, you know, um, one of them, it flipped the world upside down and just kind of did some different things and, uh, really, really neat. Uh, there's new compositions by Koji Kondo, which is the original composer for, uh, the Mario franchise. Uh, there's a story mode, which we knew of out from the first Mario Maker but that was more of it wasn't even really a story mode at that point it was kind of just here's some levels to show how this thing functions uh, this looks really cool though there's a hundred plus levels in this story mode and it is also supposed to do similar things you know to just kind of show you how a, a certain uh, part of making a level actually functions um, but hopefully it's a little bit more in depth than that there's also a Super Mario 3D World, which is a extra style in the game. And this brings in all the items from 3D World and things as well. So you can use the cat suit and climb up anything pretty much or uh, uh, some of the different costumes and things like that. Uh, but there's possibly a chance and the internet is freaking out about it. Or at least the people that care about Mario Maker, I guess. Let's not say the whole internet. <laughs> but... Uh, it looked like in the UI or UI design, sorry, um, that there was space for another style of world to create. So a lot of people are hoping that it's going to be Super Mario 2. Um, and so I, I don't know if that's going to be DLC or if it's even something that's going to happen, but uh, possible DLC or just something that has not been revealed yet. And during this Direct, Nintendo also announced Game Vouchers, which Game Vouchers are available to Nintendo Online members only and will cost $99.99. The two vouchers will be redeemable for two digital games um, up to $59.99, so you can save $20 if you buy a a full-fledged game here. Uh, Vouchers do not have to be used at the same time, and you can have up to eight game vouchers per Nintendo Switch account, Um, and this is at any given time, so uh, only eight at a time, but you can buy more after you use them. Uh, After purchase, the voucher is good for one year, Uh, and these vouchers actually appear to be a limited time offer, and that they're only going to be available through July 31st, so this is uh, pretty neat. I, it kind of sucks that it's just a limited time deal, but some it, it's weird because um, I believe it was the Nintendo US store that was showing that it was only a limited time thing, but a few of the other Nintendo stores weren't actually showing that. They were showing um, that it, it was going to be available indefinitely, or they just didn't comment on that at all, so we'll see. But it, it's a neat deal. I mean, save twenty dollars if you're going to buy two full fledged games. And yeah, interesting concept. Yeah, I mean, just kind of buying ahead. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it's an otherwise slow quarter for them, so it'll boost revenue for them and make them look good on the books. It's a smart well, idea. 
I mean, they get they have uh, Mario Maker two coming out, and they have Fire Emblem coming out. I think, um, yeah, I I don't know how slow of a quarter it's going to be for them, but I think it is definitely going to help sales. I mean, some yeah. people might pick up a game that they might not have picked up before. You know, it, no, Fire sure, Emblem no. does not appeal to everyone, and I fully understand that. But maybe somebody picking up Mario Maker two is going to be like, like hey. You're like cautiously like, yeah, Fire Emblem might not be for everybody, and I get that, but you're fucking crazy. Yeah, um, but, but I yeah. fucking love it. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, Sony and Microsoft, um, from the other side here, um, are possibly teaming up. So the two tech giants announced yesterday, May 16th, uh, that they'll be partnering on new innovations to enhance customer experiences in their direct-to-consumer entertainment platforms and AI solutions, artificial intelligence. Uh, in a new post from Microsoft, um, they said that under the Memorandum of Understanding signed by the parties, very legal jargon, uh, the two companies will explore joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game and content streaming services. In addition, the two companies will explore the use of current Microsoft Azure data center-based solutions for Sony's games and content streaming services. By working together, the companies aim to deliver more enhanced entertainment experiences for their worldwide customers. These efforts will also include building better development platforms for the content creator community. Uh, as part of the memorandum, <laughs> understanding, good lord. Sony I, Microsoft I pretty will, much took all of this directly from their website just so yeah. it was all word for word. Yeah. Uh, Sony and Microsoft will also explore collaboration in the areas of semiconductors and artificial intelligence. For semiconductors, this includes potential joint development of new intelligent image sensor solutions by integrating Sony's cutting-edge image sensors, which Sony's been known to this for years because of cameras and their televisions, uh, with Microsoft's Azure AI technology in a hybrid manner across cloud and edge, as well as solutions that leverage Sony's semiconductors and Microsoft's cloud technology. The companies aim to provide enhanced capabilities for enterprise customers. In terms of AI, the parties will explore incorporation of Microsoft's advanced AI platform and tools in Sony consumer products to provide highly intuitive and user-friendly AI experiences. Uh, Sony is obviously a creative entertainment company with a solid foundation of technology. Uh, we collaborate closely with the multitude of content creators that capture the imagination of people around the world. And through our cutting-edge technology, we provide the tools to bring their dreams and vision to reality, said Kenshicharo Yoshida, president and CEO of Sony. Uh, PlayStation itself came about through the integration of creativity and technology. Our mission is to seamlessly evolve this platform as one that continues to deliver the best and most immersive entertainment experiences together with a cloud environment that ensures the best possible experience. Anytime, anywhere, for many years, Microsoft has been a key business partner for us. Though, of course, the two companies have also been competing in some areas. I believe that our joint development of future cloud solutions will contribute greatly to the advancement of... Um, Interactive content. I had to breathe there. Uh, additionally, <laughs> I hope that in the areas of semiconductors and artificial intelligence, uh, leveraging each company's cutting-edge technology in a mutually complementary way will lead to the creation of a new value for society. Sony has always been a leader in both entertainment technology and the collaboration we announced today builds on this history of innovation, said Satya Nadella, CEO of Microsoft, my boy Satya. Uh, our partnership brings the power of Azure and Azure AI to Sony to deliver new gaming and entertainment experiences for customers so satya with the quick quote yoshida with the long ass quote um <laughs> so interesting on this one um some of this has to do with gaming uh, a lot of this has to do with just the companies working together on a corporate level um microsoft is super fucking close to passing uh aws uh in cloud usage uh amazon's 
cloud um, web services. So Microsoft gaining Sony into this. I'm assuming Sony uses someone else currently for their PlayStation Now and probably PlayStation View and all that kind of shit. And now Microsoft's going to take them on, and I bet you we'll have an announcement next quarter for Microsoft or whenever this is implemented or switched over that you know Microsoft is now the leader in cloud because currently it is indeed uh, Amazon. The semiconductor stuff, the image sensor stuff, pretty fucking interesting. Uh, it sounds like in this it's just going to be for consumer product, and I don't think it's going to be a gaming line. I think it's going to be more like cameras that share to the cloud and have artificial yeah. intelligence built into like phones and shit. Like your stuff Google like Glass type things. And yeah, things hollow like lens and I, all that kind of shit. I can definitely see how this could venture into gaming a little bit. Oh, no, sure. Absolutely. The way they, they kind of talked about it, I mean, I wonder if Sony's going to help Microsoft with like a VR type headset and Maybe. and then Microsoft is going to help Sony with their, their, their streaming because that, I mean obviously that's the future that is on its way very quickly uh that gaming is pretty much going to streaming so um yeah i think yeah it, it does definitely seem like a lot of this is consumer product like you said mm-hmm. you know your google glass and phone apps and things like that yeah. or extensions but uh i think there is definitely a chance that this will leak into gaming a little bit and maybe maybe this is signs that they're going to play a little nicer and and you know as we get closer Maybe, to yeah. the next generation and we're seeing a, a handful of games that are cross-platform play and things like that. Maybe maybe the competition, like obviously, competition is going to still be there. It's always going to be there because they're two two giant companies that obviously would would re- yeah with shareholders that obviously want you to buy their product because that's how they make money. But I think at the end of the day for them to play nicely with each other a little bit isn't going to hurt anything and it's actually going to help the overall consumer and help us as gamers to have a better experience mm-hmm. so it's not so much hey PlayStation has VR but or Microsoft has you know streaming and right. vice versa like it, it, it's going to create this a little bit more uniform experience across the board and definitely be something that is beneficial to gamers right. um not how that... oh go ahead uh, how in depth all this is actually going to be, I don't know. Especially on the gaming aspect of it, I mean, we don't really know what. Uh, this, all of this is worded very carefully and very almost legally to hey, yeah. basically well, to say hey, just, we're working together. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I think. The great thing about cloud, right, and and Microsoft obviously not light on Azure. I mean, they they fucking push that stuff all the time, oh, yeah. um, and especially enterprise level solutions. So I'm assuming they're going to try and team up and try to make some sort of software for creation of games. Maybe I don't know. They kind of hint to that, um, or just entertainment in general, maybe movies stuff like that. Um, but the uh, the beautiful thing about cloud, right, is that it's all all the, the hard work, all the, the brute muscles being done somewhere else. And then you're kind of just implementing an update and a, and a way for it to access that kind of stuff. So I think on the next one, I think Microsoft will get real heavy with AI and you'll actually see a decent assistant, like a Cortana on the Xbox that that's actually solid. Um, mm-hmm. They used Cortana on Xbox before they used it in Windows 10 um, yeah. to where it was actually a feasible you know, AI. And now that you've got like Alexa and people are fucking used to that shit. Like they're yeah. used to, you know, talking to the different Google devices. I'm not going to fucking say the word because then my Google's going to go off. Um, <laughs> I think, 
I think yeah. they were almost ahead of their time on that. Oh, for sure. Microsoft and usually is. It, it, they, they put it out there, and everybody's like, yeah, this is kind of cool, but it, it never got any use. And then all of a sudden now you have you know Amazon putting theirs out there, and you have your Google Assistant, which isn't used nearly as much. but And then you have Siri and things like that. There's a lot of different assistants out there that mm-hmm. – function well and people are just so used to it i mean how many people pull out their phone and just shout at their phone i'm not going to say it again because i don't want people's devices to go off but or (laughs) or you know your your amazon devices and things like that everybody uses them to some extent um well i guess not everybody because really i don't use them much but (laughs) a lot of people love them like i I know yeah i was gonna say you guys use them all the time and Hey, more power to you. I'm just not used to it. <laughs> I exactly. I've never something, dude. You got to go all in on it if you're yeah. gonna. Do, I mean, that's the fucking thing with these things. You got to go all in. You got to go buy the right devices, and you got to like actively try to try to well, use them, and then you get used to it. I mean, they even have it now to where you can hook Alexa up to your Xbox. Yeah, so well, you, you have an Alexa run... in your fucking car now too. There's like a little stick yeah. that you can put in your car. I mean, my car's got Apple CarPlay. Right. Talk to Siri. I do it all the time. But I want to see, like, an Xbox where, like, I can tell it, like, you know, Cortana, uh, play blah, 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 blah on Spotify, and it just plays in the background while I'm fucking playing a game. Or I can be like, Cortana, show me this YouTube video, um, blah, 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 blah. Like, make it a box that I can actually – if they want to actually do this, like, what they wanted to do originally with the Xbox One, I'm cool with it now. As long as they can fucking nail down technology. Who knows? Maybe they'll yeah. use Alexa. I bet you they might. Yeah. There's a yeah, good fucking I chance. I, I mean – they have Cortana right there, though, and I feel like that's Yeah, but like they use it in other Microsoft stuff. Yeah. I get the yeah. tie-in to gaming because of Halo, but, I mean, they've started right. using Alexa on a multitude of other Microsoft products that they built, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's man. true. And they uh, – yeah, I, I don't know if they'll switch. I smacked my pop filter. Hey. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll switch completely over because I feel like – uh, Cortana is very much a part of what they do as well. Like, I mean, I, I still have Cortana on my computer, regardless of whether I use it or not. It's there, right. and uh, it, it does work well because of the tie-in with gaming and Halo and obvi- obviously all of that, and it makes sense. But um, I, I think they really just need to work on their voice commands and work on some of that stuff to iron it out and make it much more similar to uh, how how well uh, Alexa functions because if you look at the the functions between the two of them, Cortana does not respond nearly as well. Um, and at the end of the day, if you can get it to function very similar similarly, it it's all a matter of what you call your assistant. And that's really about the only difference, you know. Right. It, yeah. Whether you say Alexa or you say Cortana, it doesn't really matter as long as they're having similar functions. People will use them. Yeah, they should use uh, Polly Shore. <laughs> Polly Shore, play Spotify or play Damn It by Blink 182 on Spotify and then play it in the background. Okay, damn it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people I that listen to us even know who Polly Shore that. is. <laughs> Dude, if you don't know who Polly Shore is, you gotta you gotta research, man. He's fantastic. You imagine a Polly Shore assistant? That'd be great. Be like, hey, Polly, set my Set an, set an alarm for, for you know, 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. And then you hear from him. Wakes up. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. 
Hey guys, uh, this podcast takes time and effort to create. If you want to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash diggitypodcast. Uh, there you can become a patron of the show and support the show. Thank you kindly in advance. Uh, this podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can head over to audibletrial.com slash diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y, and get access to a ton of audiobooks and a free download as well as a 30-day free trial for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your MP3 player, even your PC, even your PS4. I don't know if that's true. Oh, my God. I said something, <laughs> and I don't know if it's right. Oh, God. Uh, Head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. Who knows? Maybe you'll find a book over there narrated by Pauly Shore. That would be inc- – I'd love that. That would be great. I mean, there's books by Samuel L. Jackson, right, that are yeah. – well, not by him, but narrated by him. <laughs> so maybe there's a Pauly Shore one narrated by him, like The Cat in the Hat. The cat in the hat. Okay. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. YouTube username is Diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. You can find me on Xbox One. My Xbox One gamer tag is... I mean, Xbox One gamer tag. What do I sound like my mother? My Xbox gamer tag is Maple Jeff because I'm Canadian. Motherfucker. What's yours? <laughs> uh, mine is Luscious Brody because... I'm luscious. Hell yeah. Hey, (laughs) don't forget PSN. Oh, yeah. Uh, My PlayStation name is Wolverine's Cousin. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leave us a review, guys. Helps us out a ton. There's two things. One, spreads a good word of diggity across the interwebs on the different podcast platforms that you listen to or on YouTube. Because that's a hellhole nowadays. Uh, and also, your comments give us great feedback to make the podcast better each and every single week, as well as our videos on YouTube each and every single week. And until next time, guys, we will see you for the Wednesday show. Keep your eyes peeled on the YouTube page for our first Let's Play coming out Monday. See ya!